Our psalms this morning are Psalm 124 on page 504 and Psalm 126 on page 505. Beginning morning prayer. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 124 If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, If the Lord himself had not been on our side, when men rose up against us. They had swallowed us up alive, when they were so wrathfully displeased at us. Yea, the waters had drowned us, and the stream had gone over our soul. The deep waters of the proud had gone even over our soul. But praise be the Lord, who hath not given us over for a prey unto their teeth. Our soul has escaped even as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken, and we are delivered. Our help standeth in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. Psalm 126 When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, then were we like unto them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with joy. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already, whereof we rejoice. Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that now goeth on his way weeping, and beareth forth good seed, shall doubtless come again with joy, and bring his sheaves with him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here begins the eleventh chapter of the book of Numbers. Now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them, and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. 
So he called the name of the place Taberah, because of the fire of the Lord had burned among them. Now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? And, and we remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. Now the manna was like coriander seed and color like the color of bdellium. The people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones or beat it in the mortar, cooked it in pans and made cakes of it. And its taste was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil. And when the dew fell on the camp in the night, the manna fell on it. Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses also was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, Why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight, that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive all these people? Did I beget them? That you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers? Where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over me, saying, give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me. If you treat me like this, please kill me here and now, if I have found favor in your sight, and do not let me see my wretchedness. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting, that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take, I will take of the spirit that is upon you, and will put the same upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it yourself alone. Then you shall say to the people, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, and you shall eat meat. For you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, Who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore, the Lord will give you meat, and you shall eat. You shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but for a whole month, until it becomes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you, because you have despised the Lord who is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why did we ever come out up out of Egypt? And Moses said, the people whom I, have, whom I am among are 600,000 men on foot. Yet you have said, I will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough for them? And the Lord said to Moses, has the Lord's arm been shortened? Now you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people and placed them around the tabernacle. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to them and took of the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the seventy elders. And it happened when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied, although they never did so again. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of one was Eldad and the name of the other was Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle, yet they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men, answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. 
Then Moses said to him, Are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. And Moses returned to the camp, he and the elders of Israel. Now a wind went out from the Lord, and it brought quail from the sea, and left them fluttering near the camp, about a day's journey on this side, and about a day's journey on the other side, all around the camp, and about two cubits above the surface of the ground. And the people stayed up all that day, all night, and all the next day, and gathered the quail. He who gathered least gathered ten homers, and they spread them about for themselves all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of that place Kibroth Hadavah, because there they buried the people who had yielded to craving. From Kibroth Hadavah, the people moved to Hazaroth and camped at Hazaroth. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Tadium, we praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the twelfth chapter of the letter to the Hebrews. Therefore, we also... Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. 
For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us, as seemed best to them. But he, for our profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees, and make it straight paths for your feet, so that, <clears throat> so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with all people, and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Dignus Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, 
Grant unto thy people, that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have a, it, it's um, instructive for the spiritual life just to see the the sort of contrast between what we had in the last chapter um where you know israel is sort of set in battle array and uh after the numbering of the tribes is setting up the banners and then chapter 11 you know let god arise those enemies be scattered the idea that israel is to rise up every day and go conquer the enemies and then the very next chapter, they start murmuring and, and falling all over and, and failing in, in the wilderness. Um, in a certain way, it's, it's, it's this contrast between the ideal of God's people as God's holy people set apart, and sometimes the living reality of us is stumbling all over the wilderness. Uh, but if we understand it as a process of progress and growth, uh, then we understand how how that is being worked out. And Israel here is is in its infancy. Israel grows to its maturity in the, in the New Testament church, where we see in um, say in Revelation chapter five, where where there and four and five, where we're before the throne. So this is part of our own instruction. And the the word here in the in New King James is, is complaining. The classic. King James word is murmuring in the wilderness, and it's sort of a para paradigm story that's going to be repeated throughout where we go into the, you know, we Israel moves forward into the wilderness, and there's some lack. There's not as much food as they want or they're used to, and so they begin to complain. And um, what God wants, this the spiritual lesson is God wants us to be able, in the face of lack, and need to rely on him and depend on him through that time of need, trusting that he will provide for us and learning in the period of need to depend upon him and trust in him more. And uh, as uh, Jesus said, uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, quoting uh, Deuteronomy, this is the lesson of the wilderness that we're supposed to hang on God and not just on and so the the virtue that connects this is contentment where we learn to um to to exist on here it's manna which is enough to get by but not an abundance we learn in the, in the dry and wilderness places to to subsist on what god gives us and and learning in that subsistence to trust him depend upon him and experience his presence and one of the, the lessons of the story is that 
the abundance without God is misery. They eventually get all the meat they want and they end up being plagued and dying from it. And so um, subsistence with the presence of God is fullness and, 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 and contentment and, and joy and peace. Abundance without God is misery. And so this, this story of the wilderness, we always want to read it in contrast to the story of, of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness. We should be mindful that the three great temptations of Jesus correspond with the three great wilderness temptations of Israel. We've had two of them so far. The golden calf incident corresponds with the devil saying to Jesus, if you'll, I'll give you all the kingdoms that you fall down and worship me. Here, the, the discontentment with the manna uh, corresponds with Jesus saying, you know, the, the temptation to turn the stone into bread and Jesus saying man shall not live by bread alone. So Jesus is the faithful son who in the time of lack and need holds on to the word of God and endures through temptation faithfully. Um, there's a couple of things we should note here that, that Moses enters a, or utters a kind of prophecy uh, when, when he's overwhelmed by, by the burden of the people. He says, would that all the people were prophets and God would put a spirit upon them. And so God disperses his spirit to 70 others, which is a kind of type of Pentecost where the spirit is poured out in all the community. And would that all the community had the spirit and could, that is could endure in, in God through the temptation. And the other thing that, that comes out of this is, is that Moses could not bear with all the people, could not carry the weight of all the people, which of course one man couldn't take all that. However, it does contrast with our Lord uh, in Isaiah 53, where it says, surely he has borne our sorrows and carried our griefs. He does bear the entirety of our sins, which shows Moses to be a type and not the fulfillment of the thing. So lastly, we then having the spirit are called to be faithful in the wilderness. And this is the lesson of Hebrews. All, all the examples given, don't be like Esau, who was, whose momentary hunger made him demand a bowl of soup. And for that, he sold his birthright. Don't let the momentary craving we experience have us sell our birthright, hold on to. And, and the chastening of God, Hebrews talks about where in our time of need, if we'll hold on to God and to his word and to our prayer, God will reveal to us things we need to learn. He'll uncover the, the stuff that's in our heart that needs to be worked out and purified. And the wilderness becomes a time of purification and growth if we allow it to be a time of in which God works in us, which we are chastened and don't fall into that kind of murmuring that sets that the, the, the that uh, characterizes those who do not believe and lack faith and disobey in time of trial. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, especially our president and governor, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. 
Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted, afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our, our prayers. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to have you with us this morning. Uh, peace to you this day. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Thank Have you. Have a marvelous day, everybody.